Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Comedy motherfucking legend, motherfucking Elaine, motherfucking Boozler is here. And you're allowed here. to say doink right. on this show. You can say doink. anything you want to on the show. <gasps> this really? is the happy hour. Pizza? We can say pizza. I love that you asked Travis oh, yeah. beforehand, Can do I have to drink? And Travis is like, yes. Well, there you have go. Have you seen the news I'm, today? I'm very amenable. <laughs> yes, but why is tonight different from all other nights? It's not Hanukkah. It's the same no. every day. Shit's getting real today. <laughs> oh, no. Shit's getting real today as Shit we're taping get, this. It's been getting real for Isn't two this, years. Right? Hasn't this been Always. like, oh, no, this is it. Oh, do I need yeah. these? Game over. No, it's never over. Do, uh, Game, yes, do I, that. I would do, do it just in case we play a clip or something. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Comedy legend Elaine Boozler yeah, 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 is yeah, back yeah. by popular demand. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we did a happy hour, but it was... Years ago. Yes, behind the paywalls. And anyway, we used crack then. We weren't yes, drinking. Exactly. That was our crack happy hour. Exactly. Mm. I feel this like I'm in a cave. Am I yelling now? No, you're no. fine. This is why this is what this podcast is for. If you wanna if you Donald Trump makes you want to drink and swear, this yeah. is the podcast for you. So we don't know if we're enablers, we don't know what we are, but yes, we you must drink. Okay. We find solutions. Because I have a little crack in my purse if anybody needs Oh fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, is to, that okay. legal here and there? So is as we're taping this, I mean, what, it's Manafort, what the fuck? <laughs> he, well, been, that's what it, happens when you go to LegalZoom.com well, thank for $25. You. What's with the redactions? That's, that, oh, that's not really redacted. Wait, I can you, see do that. Do you hear what happened was? They didn't file it with full redactions. Like if you that's just, something I do. If you click on it, the redactions went away. So the reporters were like, wait a minute. And then they refiled it. It was a mistake. But they had already downloaded it. Yeah. So everyone just downloaded the, the redacted yes. copy. Unredacted and copy. And the unredacted copy yeah. to compare to see, like, oh, right. this is what they don't want us to see. So what he lied about. <laughs> it's hilarious. He was sharing polling data with the Russian operative. <laughs> Game over, man. I just love that his lawyer forgot to take it out. He forgot they, to take it out is, of the filing. This, I mean, that's, that's just like a lawyer I would game. have. Mm-hmm. That's just so bad. That's, you know, that's Jacoby and Meyer. Right. I mean, no offense, yeah. guys, but, yeah, no you know, when you're at that level, your lawyer should go, I don't think I should leave this in here. It's obstruction of justice yeah. and it's ta- tampering with the election. And didn't he Metaphors? already? I thought I was a techno spaz. Didn't he already do that in some previous he, thing? He, yeah, no, because he, he, um, he, he lo- uploaded everything to the cloud that Mueller had access right. to. What the conversations. Hard. That's how they caught him. <laughs> that's how they caught him. 
Remember the old days of AOL? When, I mean, of yeah, AOL. Oh, when, that was um, my "You are an idiot." I'm like, I'm a. I mean, ask Sean. I don't know how to do anything, but I'm like, wow. What's the point of stealing hundreds of millions of dollars if you don't pay for a good lawyer? That's right. really, I mean, if you steal it, right. use it. And don't you love, like, is this is electronic. First of all, like Michael Cohen's cell phone being in Prague. Like, is there really a defense whereby he's going to say, <laughs> my cell phone went to Prague without me? You don't <laughs> send your phone on vacation? I left it in a while? Polish restaurant. <laughs> I left it at the Russian tea room. Someone must have picked it up. What happened? <laughs> Speaking of Michael old, Cohen, oh, there's a headline right now. It says Michael Cohen thinks it's che- checkmate for Trump. Remember, all the, Bush is talking remember about when it. we all, us liberals, were bitching about you know warrantless wiretapping under Bush, and Republicans were all like, "Oh, if you haven't done anything wrong, you don't have anything Nothing to be to worried worry about." about. <laughs> now, like, there you go, motherfuckers. There you go. Gets all getting yeah, caught there on. There you go. Wiretapping. There you go. Yeah. Remember the old days of AOL when you uh, forwarded an email and you uh, just picked the sentences you wanted, and we didn't know, or I didn't in those days, that then afterwards. The whole original email was at the bottom. Yeah. The right. things you didn't want. And I had followed right. things that destroyed my life with oh. people. Oh, Who no. Knew? I That's almost fucked up is. a very important relationship right? business-wise. Because they see the bottom. I thought I was only replying to one person. And I, I oh, yeah. We followed. Yeah, that yeah. reply to all yeah. is dangerous. Uh-huh. My yeah. friend Max Alexander, great comic, he was saying we had been booked. And he went, God, they're really scumbags, aren't they? But the whole original was on the bottom. And he went, what should I do? I said, don't do anything. And he, he literally re-emailed. I mean the other ones, not you. I said that didn't make that better to the woman booking us. Oh, oh my God! And I, uh, yeah. you came to my uh, Christmas party. Isn't it amazing, Travis? The I can, best. I can still get celebrities to come be, um, because my first invitations, I didn't understand blind copy, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, people do get mad. Oops. Yeah. yeah. I wish you would send my address to all the celebrities you know, so maybe I get work. But <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that was the best Christmas party I've ever, ever. Allie Willis I was, and I spoke the next day. We couldn't get over it. I was able to say, comedy legend Elaine Boozler, comedy legend Lily Tomlin. Discuss oh, amongst yourselves. She literally dragged me over and said, comedy legend Lily Tomlin, comedy legend Jane Wagner. Yes. It was Please, mag- sit, discuss. 16-year-old Travis would have died to be at that party because when I was going, I think I've told you this, your specials. Oh, uh. And then Julie Brown was here. Comedy legend. Oh. Yes. Judy Tenuta was here. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was like it was like the three the three wise divas oh, of yeah. comedy from oh, yeah. a child. It was yeah, the holy trinity. Yeah. But that was the best party ever. Well, we were talking oh about goodness. she's been hanging out in New York with, with Judy Gold and Judy I'm saying Gold. I stole her ring. <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy. She Yeah, I know. No, I'm saying like we all like admire each other and we have people, we but, do. I, but they're just friends. people that fucking make me laugh. Ugh. You, Judy Gold, like Ugh. just people, right? Judy, Judy Tenuta, Julie Brown, like just that fucking make me. Judy yeah, Gold right? almost had a cab driver kill us. We were two weeks ago yeah. or three weeks ago. We just, she goes, okay, we're going to Sarah Beth's to get lunch, right? Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, but across the street, across the street. No, further up, further up, further up. And the guys go, look, you paid 10 minutes ago. Get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Yeah. No, further. Don't you see where it says Sarah Beth's? I don't care. Get out. I went, I'm getting out. <laughs> you can yell at him. I'm getting out. I've seen Ooh. stories about that Uber I, driver who killed like seven people in his car. Yeah. I was it Judy? So. Was Judy in the car? Was, was Judy involved? Judy? Was I'm going to say she drive? was. Yeah, I think so. Did you, did you drive her to it? Yeah. Because I don't, I feel like all of uh, us uh, comedy women are backstabbing bitches. Like we would not We're be able not. to. No, I'm just kidding. We're not. We're a sister. Yeah, Rita Rudner has such a funny line about Uber. It's so funny. Yeah. She says, uh, my whole life, my, when I was little growing up, my mother said, don't ever get in a car with a stranger. She goes, now what do I do? I stand on a street corner and get into a car that pulls up with a stranger. <laughs> Maybe she said it better, but it was very funny. It was she's funny. funny. Yeah. Listen, I, she's like my comedy sibling. The only times my mom has said like, oh, Steffi. Why do you have to work so blue? Why can't you be more like that nice Rita Rudner? 
Well. And she wears a dress. She does wear a gown. Woo. <laughs> and I still love her. Yep. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, Judy Gold, oh. I was telling you the story that I was, ugh, I could not believe I was sick. I was supposed to do the Gloria Allred Friars oh. Club roast in New York that Judy Gold hosted, but she opened with, we were supposed to be honoring uh, Harvey Weinstein tonight, so I'm going to open with the same joke. Nice tits. <laughs> Great joke. Right? Joke. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, you should know, sister, writer of a million great jokes. Uh, was body it a funny ha- roast? Body by Haagen-Dazs. I, 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 listen, I have a photographic memory for your... Uh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, here's the other thing. Speaking of being starstruck, so everybody at the party was not only starstruck about you. They were not. I Lily had, was there. I had friends that were like, she's married to Bill Siddons? He, she, he managed the doors. And I was like, oh, that's my husband, Bill? I was like, I didn't... Cause I'm you a, didn't know Bill? I'm a gay... No, I'm like, I work in my basement. A, you've known him for, but I didn't know I we know. managed the door. Yeah, he managed everybody. After you know how we met, we met at Clinton's first inauguration. Oh wow! I was hosting the Constitution Hall Gala the night before the inauguration, a four-hour extravaganza. Oh. It was a Constitution Hall Gala for the inauguration and the 20th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. So it was Gloria wow. Steinem, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Uh, um, Melissa Etheridge and I was the host for four hours with one of my legendary migraines throwing up in between acts into a bag. And uh, thanks and for that. Thank you. Detail. And, and but if it was TV, I'd show it to you. Oh, but we are in TV, so I can show it to you. Um, yeah, they show. So, I mean, I'm so tired of watching people pee. Aren't you? Pee and throw up on television. Yeah. I used to like when they went behind That's the me door. every night watching Trump. But oh. I know. But now it's like every TV show, they don't just leave it to you to. I mean, they now Imagine. they have close-ups. Yeah, it's like, oh, no. do we have to poop now? Can't we no, just we move to the to next scene? Nobody likes it. We're eating, folks. We're eating. Wait, wait. Speaking of Clinton, we're eating yeah. here. Yeah, we're eating here. In addition to the, the inauguration, didn't you host the correspondence dinner? Oh yeah, that yeah. was after the I'm, three months listen, later. I'm yeah. getting to that. Despite I don't know how the much your day I've had. I'm. Do you want to hear the funniest part? Yes. I don't want to dominate. I mean, I don't no, want to like so take many it away. Things to talk about between okay. Michelle Wolf, between the congresswoman said motherfucker, between the whole like language debate and oh, clutch the pearls, the lady. So, but, but Louis C.K. that last week. What do you think of that? What did he? Do? Oh, I did you see oh, the set? Yeah. Oh, yes. oh god! Did you see the set with Parkland? I didn't and... see it. But I, I, it. I, I, front I, would, of the... I couldn't watch it. You well, didn't. I, this I is why Elaine Boozler, liberal activist, HuffPost author. Yeah, I did true shit. <laughs> no, but you wrote a great piece for CNN, actually. Thank you. Elaine Boozler saying joke is no excuse for offensive behavior. Comedy is now the fall guy. Every time someone gets busted for a horrific statement, he or she suddenly announces it was a joke. Uh, no, you're not going to cloud up our art form with your ill-conceived oral feculence. Um, so, yeah, you're right. You start with Louis I C. got okay, five he's dollars joking. extra for feculence. Thank you. You did. <laughs> That's that is like a right. That's I good, know. Words with friends or Scrabble. That you have to be drunk to know that word. Right. right? Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I know. yeah don't, but blame, it... don't blame comedy. Comedy's the good guy. Yeah. Not the bad guy. Yeah. Bad comedy is the bad guy. Then it's not comedy. It's just bad, like you know, bad right, stuff. But no, Louis C.K. said, "What are you? Oh, shut up, Parkland kids! You should be doing Jello shots and finger banging each other." And I, I just was you like, "You survived a school shooting because you pushed a fat kid in front of you." How many people in that sentence want him dead? <laughs> I mean, I, and I gotta say, wow. that's a lot. I, I that's a, some things are, that sentence. I mean, some stuff is personal for all of us, but I just met Fred Gutenberg. Fred Gutenberg is such the, a delight. Ugh. I, he's just, I can't even, yeah. I, there's something, he's the kindest, kindest, most amazing man. He came up, you were there, uh, Elaine. I was working in Parkland that week. But he, I met Fred Monday. Valentine's Day was Wednesday. I had lunch with Fred Gutenberg and 30 friends from 
high school in Brooklyn in Florida because I was working Deerfield yeah. Beach in Parkland that week. And that Monday, you know, I got to meet Fred Gutenberg and told me about his kids and blah, blah, blah. And we all had lunch. Two days later, he became a different person. His yeah. life changed forever. Yeah. And no, if, well, you, I was saying you were at Politicon when I did that panel and he came Oh, you up, were amazing. He came out. Oh, please, thank you. But you he were, came up to the thing and he just was like, Stephanie, I'm, I'm Fred Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Yeah. And he just had this like look yeah. in his eyes and we just hugged for the longest yeah. time and we had the greatest conversation. And what he, you know, tweeted yeah. about Louis C.K. He's like, I, Come my to son my house and heard the shots that jokes. killed my daughter. Yeah. My, you know, like, and I hid from them. Had yeah, I run. mean, it's just to, to make. to run. Yeah. Yeah, he said, I loved, he said, why don't you come to my house and try your new uh, new, new jokes? See how they go over. Yeah. And I get it. it, it many jokes always offend someone, and right. I get that. This just was tone deaf. It was just tone deaf. These kids, thank God, they get to testify to Congress because no one is made change. Well, and that's the ever. That's punching down in a hard, in a hard, hard way, way yeah. against yeah. someone that, like, the only people who think that these kids are bad are, the NRA. No, I'm sure you and I own. We've told all of us have said something. I'm sure that's been oh, offensive, God, or yeah. we've had to apologize. I'm still waiting for, for someone to come up with a few of mine. You know, come on already. But but no, this but is I mean, ridiculous. But, but People are still what, you know crying. What about Kevin Hart? I mean, what, well, hey, they're going on tour. They're going on the I just shot myself in the foot tour. Kevin Hart and Louis C.K. and uh, uh, Kevin Spacey's doing the music, and Roseanne's going to be the MC. So I, I would buy a, a ticket for it. Not over I have to say it was funny. I hello. I put that on Twitter, and someone said, "Yeah, and you can go on the Oh Wow I Sold Four Tickets tour." And I said, "That's so funny." And I laughed, and Bill laughed, and I said, "Well, you got to admit that's funny." So you know when it's funny, it's funny. I don't mind, even if it's, it's not me. funny. You fucking funny. You're lucky she fucking performs for you, bitches. <laughs> well, it's only funny because I know leave her, you know, leave Elaine Boozer alone. Know that I can sell five tickets, so oh, that's shit. why it's funny. To me. Stop it. Okay, Comedy so legend. we got it. All right. Okay. Anyway, so Kevin Hart. So I, there's this divide, right? About there is a Ellen divide. DeGeneres. Yeah. Forgiving him and Don Lemon saying it's not your place right. as a black gay man. Yes, you, you know, can't forgive him for us. I mean, joking about you know being violent to your beating up your black gay son is I think right. particularly. It is resonant. I do believe the, people are allowed to grow and change. In the black community, what is well, what that, yeah. Well, that's the low down. I mean, you're always right. on the down. Da- I'm right. sorry, the down low in the black community because it's so unaccepted to be yeah. gay that, you know, guys are on the down low and it's a hard, harder life. Um, I do believe people are allowed to grow and change. I, I know Robert Byrd, Senator Byrd, probably was in the Klan in his early life and then yeah. he became one of the best, you know, middle of the road and liberal senators we had. So you are allowed to grow and change. I guess clearly this is too soon. Yeah. Because they're just not wanting him to do it. So yeah. hopefully he has grown and changed and he'll get a shot later on. You yeah. know, maybe yeah. so. Yeah. I, I mean I, and you had to go like, is it because I'm a gay person that I went, Oh wow, like talking about like, you know Well hitting, you were allowed to you know, hitting your son over the head with a dollhouse and hurt like you just kinda go, Oh like I, I I don't know why living in L.A. the story of that little boy resonates so much with me. That was the was it the boyfriend thought he was gay and he was a little boy, yeah. little boy tortured him to death. There's so tortured much him of for it. years. Yeah. That it just There's so much yeah. of it. You really you just hate to hear. I mean, I don't laugh too much when people joke about you know being cruel to animals or beating right. a dog, or beating a kid. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's just not funny in in the long run. You yeah, know? yeah. Just, yeah. So that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, Hold that thought, comedy legend Elaine Boozler. Travis, when I was laying on my Casper mattress doing my research on uh, comedy legend Elaine Boozler, I thought, I, 
I don't want to get out of my Casper. I, 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 I never want to stop reading about comedy legend Elaine Boozler. You could do your happy hour podcast yeah. from your mattress. <gasps> we could do a John Lennon, Yoko Ono happy hour from my Casper mattress. You'd be like in bed with Elaine, with, yeah. with Elaine Boozler. Find me a, well, yes. Or a hot lesbian as well. Well, that's Elaine Boozler is straight and married, but just keep trying for God's sakes. That's never stopped you okay. before. Okay. The new year brings exciting new opportunities. Who knows who's going to end up in my Casper this year? <laughs> Let's hope somebody does. Okay. Listen, get a great night's sleep every night. When you sleep on a Casper mattress, you are guaranteed to get the best night's sleep uh, you've ever had. It's a whole new day when you wake up with a full night's sleep, right? Mm-hmm. You, okay. Means the world to me. <laughs> yeah, switching to Casper is a no-brainer. Ooh, morning radio, good choice for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it, it is just, I can't explain it. There's a the right combination of foams. You get just the right pressure alignment, uh, just the right uh, pressure relief. Casper ships to your door for free in a little tiny, how did they do that size box? It's magical. Yeah. That, that means that you get to try it 100 nights your own home. You don't love it. If they come pick it up and refund you everything. I don't even know why I do that part because I don't think that's ever happened. Whoever gives their Casper back. No, once you have that Casper, you want to keep yeah, it. Yeah, you you're like out it. of my cold, dead, bloody hands. So <laughs> take my Casper. Uh, it's New Year's resolution time again. Why not focus on the one you can actually do, the one that's easy to keep, like getting better sleep? Go to Casper.com. Use the code Miller for $50 toward the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com. Type in the code Miller. Boom! $50 off. Casper.com. Additional fees may apply for Hawaii and Alaska. Terms and conditions apply. Do it now. Casper.com. Don't forget, type in Miller. <gasps> now back to comedy legend Elaine Boozler. So what, but oh, wait, you were starting a story about... Oh, yeah, about the inauguration. Yeah, so, well, with the, with the correspondence dinner, too, we, were, we got into that, right. too. Well, the inauguration was, well, that yeah. that was 30 days, I mean, th- three months before, because right. the correspondence always around May 1st, and they get sworn in January 30th. So it's the 19th, I'm hosting the, the Voters for Choice, and I have such a, I mean, the uh, Constitutional Hall gal, I have the worst migraine, I had them for 50 years. I go downstairs while I put Melissa Etheridge on, thinking maybe there's a roll left over from dinner, something dry and salty. The whole place is cleaned up and put away downstairs in Constitutional, except one guy with these steel gray glasses and a gray po- a silver ponytail down to his waist, drinking a bottle of wine in the middle of this room all by himself, Bill Siddons. And I go, wow, he's good. And That's I hot. The that paper, guy's winning. <laughs> I grab the paper bag and I go, he's good. Because, wow! <laughs> you, know, you know, migraines make you throw up. So that was my that first sight of my line? husband. Wow. No, to myself. I went, oh, he's good. So that's how I, I, I saw him first. Next day, we go to Clinton's inauguration. I'm taking the bus because that's who I am. Then I have my tickets I, you know, sent away. And, you know, obviously. I'm walking to the bus and a limo pulls up and a window comes down and it's Graham now. She says, Elaine, where are you going? I said, to the bus to go to the inauguration. He said, oh my God, get in the car. And I get in the car. It's Graham and his wife, Susan, and Bill, Cl- and Bill Siddons. And we spend the whole day together. Yeah. Okay, we go to the inauguration. It's zero degrees. It was oh, one of the yeah. coldest days in the world. Yeah. We fill in. They all hook up with their friends, Judy Collins and sure. um, Neil Young. As and, you do. You know, well, yeah. that's who their group. So they all file. That's your in. group. Well, that's, that was Bill's group. <laughs> they all file in, and then Bill's at the end, and I file in next to him at the end. And we're sitting there, and I don't even like him. I have no interest whatsoever. <laughs> he's, you know, I'm not. But I'm peeking over when I'm crying to see if they're all crying, and they are all crying, and he's crying. Yeah. And then we're in, like, the second or third hour, and we are frozen stiff. And we're just shaking. And finally, we're waiting for it to end. And Bill says, Clinton says, and now I would like to introduce to you the new poet laureate of the United States, 
Dr. Maya Angelou. Uh-huh. And we go, oh, okay, great. And she steps forward and she is Let's so... Let's hope it's a haiku and it's really short. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been so... <laughs> a limerick would have saved our lives and saved the pneumonia. She works so slowly and so deliberately. And she stepped forward. She said, I wrote this poem for the inauguration called On the Wings of Morning. And we go, oh, great. It was years in the making and it would be years in the telling. <laughs> okay, great, great. And this is how deliberate she is. She says, a tree... Oh, good, a tree, okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, 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 fuck. A river. Okay, a river, a tree, and a river. Okay, okay. We're in radio. We're like, too much dead air. Come on. <laughs> she goes, edit. And a rock. Nothing. And I lean over to Bill and I say, walk into a bar. <laughs> and he says, in his head, he told me later, he said, I'm going to marry this woman. <laughs> And he had never, I was, he was introduced to me that day as someone who would never get married again, but he's a great date. That's what Susan Nash said. Literally, you know, three hours later. Right, here would have been my joke. He wouldn't have married me because I don't like dick. But I would have said, paper, scissors, rock. <laughs> All right. No, but if you had heard her say, a tree, a river, and a rock, you would have said, walk into a bar, <laughs> believe me. So that's, that's how we got married. My wow. Very wow, nice wow, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was hilarious because I have friends that are just like music geeks. And they were like, Bill Siddons is here. Like, well, you know what I do, which has <laughs> saved my life? I can't get up early. You're crazy. I, yeah. I loved hosting for you until I couldn't get up anymore. And I, I just went, I can't get up anymore. I, know. I, know, I remember I'm that. They were like, yeah, Elaine loves you. She does not want to do it. She I, does I, not which is ridiculous. It. You throw your career away because you're a lazy <laughs> asshole. But anyway, um, so you have to do really, really early morning radio mm-hmm. to sell tickets on the road. Right. I would bring Bill. And I would sit down exhausted, like not even awake. And I'd say, oh, my husband's in the, you know, he used to manage the doors. They said, what, Bill Siddons? And they, can, would he come in? I said, oh, let me ask him. He'd go in. I'd lay down in the couch in the lobby. I'd get my hour of sleep. He'd do all the interview. And then we'd go home and I'd sleep. So I never had to do the interview. Win, win, win. That's love. Yeah, um, that yeah. is love. Yeah. Well, we learned that because you used to live down around the corner from where I live now. I in know. In West Hollywood. Isn't that something? Sweetser Avenue. I know that neighborhood. That there was, was one degree of so separation. Happy. She host, hosted Balderdash, the game show. I hosted I've Got a Secret. I was on Balderdash. I have a secret. <laughs> you, you, had a big, you had a big secret back then. <laughs> yeah, now everybody's so happy. I, for ironically, you. ironically, the big ratings were. I like pussy. <laughs> Hello, where's that bell when you need it? <laughs> well, you know what I'm so mad at now. Forget that we had to march and change everything. And these feminists don't need these young women. I'm not a feminist. Yes, you are. Yes, you're you working are. and you're allowed. We killed ourselves, right? Yeah. We killed ourselves. Yeah. But the thing that makes me maddest of all, after 50 years of having to diet to have any kind of career, now you're allowed to be fat. <laughs> Fuck you, Hollywood. Fuck you, show business. Now you're allowed to be fat. Thank you. It's like someone would have said, oh, you didn't have to have your period all those years. Like that, really? That, that, that's going to happen? It's like that fucking witch, Glinda, in The Wizard of Oz. You could have gone home any time you wanted you to. Been, you you fucking whore. You could have pizza your whole career. I will fucking cunt punch you in the next in the, in goddamn the, colorized <laughs> film. You fucking... No, didn't they go to color for reals? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it was, right. you know, that beautiful Technicolor, which was so fake. Yes. It was wonderful. That's how I do my makeup. Look. <laughs> My cheeks I'm are colorized. I just too much. <laughs> I do but have a the magic. Setting. The magic is still alive, as you, we were talking about with you and Bill. Particularly when, uh, as I said, I, it's raining in my kitchen because oh a pipe burst. And oh yeah, I don't, we didn't have any water. And you said, 
our heater broke a week ago. We've actually had to have sex all week. You I had can't to fuck? believe it. We've had to fuck all week. Wow. Just because it's the living room's 48 degrees. Just for warmth. Like I know. Neanderthals are like, yeah. or, or wolves. Fully clothed, of course, because it's 58, you know, 48 <laughs> degrees. But do you know how we usually sleep? I am, because I'm heavy, I'm so hot all the time. He's a skinny guy. He's cold all the time. He sleeps because I literally have the air conditioner on zero. He sleeps in, you know, two pairs of pajamas and socks and, and five blankets. <laughs> and I'm love. naked. And it looks like if you came in, it would be a crime scene. <laughs> he just Now, what happened here? He broke in and she... Oh. What? I'm sorry. I was going to yeah. go with it. Does, did she put the lotion on its arms? On okay. its arms. Is right. I was going to go with Silence of the Lambs. I know. Something. I got it. Is there a poodle, See, when you is there a poodle in the basket? Because it's delayed no, So no. there might be a poodle there in the could basket. Be a, poodle in the, a rescued poodle in the yes. basket. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Precious. Uh, Tell her to put the lotion on the arms. Okay. Yes. Elaine Boozler, comedy legend. I just want to watch the wine take effect. Like, see if you uh, slow down no, or anything. Thunk. <laughs> Thunk. Doink. It actually no, fuels. We have a, as we're it? taping this tonight, we have a fucking goddamn orange Hitler speech. Oh yeah, she's doing I good. Can't she's fine. right? I yeah, can't even believe I the know. networks are carrying this authoritarian bullshit. Why are they carrying it? Just because he declares that he put together a pack of lies again. If that was a drinking game, the whole country would drop dead. Yeah. We'd all die right. from alcohol poisoning. Right. I just figured we were pre-gaming the speech. You know what? They owe it. Yes. <laughs> Pre-game. They owe it to the country to have either a meter or someone who, you know, a brilliant person sitting yes. in a box in the corner who says, wrong, wrong, yeah. lie, lie. Do it. Real-time fact do check. It. Really? Do, why not? I feel, like, I feel like everyone should. Because they rolled it out for Sarah Huckabee Sanders on CNN, I believe it was. Yeah. No, when she did one of her press conferences. After and they, they like, did they, that? They, they, they did a real-time fact check on her. Or yeah. they could delay it for 15 Chiron. minutes and, and we have had, all yeah. the... Yeah, Chiron. Alan Zweibel did um, Sexy Liberal New York one time. <laughs> because, oh, I know, because Louis Black was uh, stuck on the on the turnpike. With Gloria Allred at the Friars Club. <laughs> right, exactly. The turnpike. But anyway, but he was saying, I'm, I'm Emmy-winning writer, and I just, I watch TV, and I just, I, I just yell, fuck! Fuck, 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 fuck. I know. And I said, wouldn't it be a service if the Chiron just said that? Just yeah. fuck, 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 fuck. Well, fucking would, lie, you know, fuck, 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 then air it and have, you know, wrong, this was 12 million. Yeah. Wrong, this Otherwise, was... this is Pravda. It's I mean, like, he's standing... Yeah. Here's Dear Leader's lies. He's standing with the troops saying, no one's given you a raise in 10 years. Lie, you're getting 10% oh, lie. It was mm-hmm. 1.6 or 2.2. 2. And they and they all have to hear it. And oh, they're my just God. Going, what? You, we know more than that. You know, when I entertained the troops, you were not allowed to do political jokes to the troops. Yeah. I opened with some and no one laughed at all. They looked straight ahead. And then I moved on to the act and it was great. And afterwards I said, why didn't you laugh? And he said, we are not allowed to show, show any reaction to anything political. We are an apolitical branch of this government. Wow. And that's fair. And I said, oh, good. I'm going to take them out from now on because I don't want you to have to sit there. He said, yeah. I wanted to laugh. I said, well, I'm not going to torture you. That's fine. Now I know. No one said it. To their credit, they didn't say it we to us. We just did a story but... today. The troops' morale in Afghanistan is so low. They've resorted to asking Fox News if 
they can somehow have the president like pay attention to them and realize their mission's important and they shouldn't they they have work they need to complete and right this is the bizarro world and they don't know what's you're going home wow i'm gonna see my baby my new baby that i haven't seen oh you're not going home oh i'm not gonna see my how do you serve under that this is the commander-in-chief and the other thing is you know, to, to tweet your intentions and when you don't use your cabinet is why the world cannot rely yeah. on us. Yeah. D- he doesn't understand the reason we never had World War Three is because of NATO. Yeah. NATO is the reason there wasn't a World War Three. Mm-hmm. You don't turn your back on I that. Know. No, and I, I listen, I, yeah. I heard from one person that, I, and I'm sure there's more anecdotal stuff, but it's just not funny, but, but like heartbreaking about this shutdown that he said, I know of government worker that's on the spectrum and he killed himself <gasps> after the day trump said they could be out for years oh, God. yeah i mean the shit that he says mm. has consequences well, the we news were saying, like you know three people have died in national parks right because you know right. they decided to, uh, uh, right because there's no there's no safety backup uh, there air traffic controllers and uh, and tsa, TSA is are not being paid sick. what could possibly fucking well, go they're wrong calling in sick and the news hour every night talks to some uh, citizens regular right. americans to, so they can talk about the effect on them for reals and when you hear it you go oh my god because it's people do i mean they did a study last year that said people are like they have $700 the majority of america yes. has $700 saved for an emergency after that it's over. Yeah. He, he doesn't understand how people live. They don't have the money to coast along. No, thank you. Uh, by the way, I heard an interview today. Thank you. Instead of telling us how fucking Trump voters feel every five minutes, they she was saying, oh, he wants us to make adjustments? What adjustments would he like us to yeah. make? I mean, yes. she, he, I have lupus. I can't have my right. medicine. But, but you know, we have right. to clinical get, uh, trials by, are done. People have to register their businesses waiting right. for a nonprofit EIN number. They can't get that. So they can't pay their workers. The banks can't talk to them. The people that they've been doing on NewsHour has been fascinating. And what you I didn't even realize it's like a woman saying, well, you know, I manage our finances and it's this is why it's so hard. Now I have to call the landlord, tell him the rent's going to be late. We don't have that. I have to get a deal from the credit card company that they won't call us in arrears. She said, but here's the other thing. Our late fees and penalties for being late on everything. Yes, my husband will get the money back that he they held up, but we're not going to get our late fees and penalties back. Right. That's and our extra people money. That lose their houses in the yeah. meantime. But or, they said or, that's our money for our kids to play soccer. So now they're not going to have soccer this winter. And that's what they look forward to. Because yeah. that extra money is now going to go to penalties and interest because we're late on everything. Yeah. That, yeah. we re- There's a real effect. Well, and also talking about jobs, there's one of the stories on NewsHour that we saw last night. A woman was talking about they started a construction company. Yeah, she but couldn't get her nonprofit get, status. She couldn't get a tax ID number. Right. So she right. couldn't do couldn't payroll. open a bank account, couldn't do payroll. So couldn't... they were literally paying everyone in cash. Yeah. yeah. She's like, do you know how hard it is to run Can a construction I... company Wait, you should, but she should have finished that sentence. You know how hard That's it is right. to run a construction company on cash when you're not Italian. That's what she <laughs> <laughs> Don't write to when me. When you're not write mobbed up like Trump. What? <laughs> um, yeah, Elaine, here's the thing I was just going to say. Okay. Since we just brought up, I brought up suicide, because that's what you do on a comedy happy hour. Always. Hi, everybody. Always. Hi, everybody. I'm Steel Slats in the morning. Okay. That's my new radio name. Steel Slats. Perfect. Well, then let me give you $5 billion (laughs) in your bra. No, but here's the thing about comedy legends like Elaine Booth. Oh, golly. We don't exist. We're just legends. No, no, no. You're not just, uh, you know, funny. They're... 
to people at your level, there's always another, there's always these other levels. It's not just what you do for liberal causes and dogs and whatever. In the HBO documentary, Come Inside My Mind, Robin Williams' friends and family share fond memories of the late com- comedian. One of Williams' best friends, comedian Elaine Boozler, uh, appears in the movie to reminisce about her time spent living with Williams in Los Angeles in the late 70s, beginning of their comedy careers. But you said something on Facebook when Robin passed that I just thought like is so apropos for all of us right now struggling in the world. And I mean, I've lost friends to, to, to drug addiction to like people that have anything, illness, substance stuff in Trump's America. It's all worse. It's all worse. Everything that everything's it, worse when it's bad. You know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Right. A sinking tide sinks all boats. Right, right. And it is worse. But you wrote on Facebook, you said, what I want to say is this. <clears throat> From all the uh, PMs on here for years, I know how many of my peeps are truly suffering financially, health-wise, career-wise, work-wise, keeping their head above water, uh, uh, water-wise, soul and heart-wise. And I want to say through Facebook and Twitter and the media, they make it seem like everyone's life is better, richer, happier, more successful than yours. It simply isn't true. Life is hard, and it's hard for everyone. And <laughs> uh, No, oh, really. I, you made you cry. Okay, I'm sorry. I made me cry. Yeah. Well, because you read it so well. But it's true. Everything looks so much better. It's always the grass is greener, and it's not. You right. have to know that. Right. When you someone see... said to me, "Don't judge uh, the inside of your life on the outside of someone else's." Oh, that's brilliant! Wow. But it's true, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well. You look at Kate Spade and and um, oh, um, Anthony, Anthony Bourdain, and you go, yeah. "What didn't they have that they needed?" You mm-hmm. know. I'll tell you at the worst. I'm at, I love Marshall, so I'm at Marshall's in New York right before Christmas, before I came back and went to your amazing Christmas party. Uh-huh. So you know how they have all the tchotchkes as your, well, you wouldn't know. But, yeah, I, yeah, I shop. Okay, well, we'll tell you. About I, le- I don't leave my house, but. Yeah, I know. But and if you did, you Ask be- Amazon what I've been doing. There's a great okay. Marshalls right down the street. From oh, you. fantastic. It's really oh, fun. no, I have been there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so they have all these like, you know, tchotchke things when you're in line, like, oh, I'll grab it, I'll grab it. I look and I see this beautiful little black and white notebook and in gold letters, it says, live it! Exclamation point. I thought, I should grab that and give it to someone. They marked it down to $5. Live it! And it was a beautiful little notebook. And I look, and it's Kate Spade. Oh, and I yeah, went, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, the irony, but uh, it's like you just don't know what people are going through. You yeah. just, So don't think you're not doing as well. Yeah. Don't think you're. It, it's not good enough for you. It's hard for everyone. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff about that, too, with the, the age of social media, because we are all putting out... Well, you do put your best foot forward. I'm not going to tell you. Right. You know, I mean, I say to people, you don't understand, you know, Facebook is my business card, not my diary. Yes. So I don't put up, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. I miss my mother. She well, I'm not on Facebook personally or yeah, Twitter. My show you. is. But I know. Like, I You're the luckiest woman of, in the world. No, but I mean, being... I reveal all kinds of shit on this show. I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm no, not going to. No, you're in and, the real world. Yeah. Well, you know, we're gonna... not in the real world. I mean, if I had more, you know, stuff to do in the real world, like work, I, I wouldn't be on them either. But listen, <laughs> you know, I, I, but you know what? I have to say, it's interesting you bring up after what all of this, that quote you just read. My Christmas party, Jane Wagner has got to be, well, she and Lily, but the kindest, warmest, oh my goodness. most supportive, loving people. Like, they yeah. have been my friends and mentors my oh. whole life. Jane left me these most amazing messages, phone messages after the party, but basically saying, I was just reading a piece about you. New York Times, comedy master who hasn't gotten her due, Elaine Boozler. Jane just looks amazingly generous. She always grabs me and goes, your show's so important. She's and amazing. Like, Jane, Ugh. I know you're like one Tony's, but you're 
you're off here. But anyway, but anyway, you know, she just left a message that was so like the sisterhood that we're seeing in this new Congress oh, with um, women. Oh, like, just so yes. like we love you so much, and we think oh. you should be so much bigger than you are, and we should have a bigger platform. And how do we help? And what can we do? And what can we do? You they know, I mean, help. but I mean, I just thought like, but I thought, okay. When Larry King asked Ms. Boozler on CNN, why is comedy considered not for women in the New York Times? The question answered itself. Ms. Boozler's career clearly suffered from systemic, systemic sexism, the impossible bind that demanded women command the page, the stage without being too well commanding. Same thing fucking Hillary just went through. Yeah. But I thought, it's all first of all, like, I look at you and I go, oh my God, like, you're way bigger than I am. Oh, and yet you go And you go like, no, here's no, this no, story no, no. about you no. not... Being as well, big as you should be. Well, because you know, you're... we are where we are. Yeah. What you do changes the world. I mean, you give people... No, no. There's not a lot of it at all. I mean, I think it's you and Rachel Maddow, and that's about the only voice we have. So, thank Somebody said their little that. girl said, why do we get all our news from lesbians? <laughs> Just because you know, smart. Because we're not focused on penis worshiping. Yeah, because people. they're smart. We're not walking they sperm receptacles. Read. They're not trying to get laid. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I yeah, mean, it's impossible. But, but, you know, you, but do you, did you, did that resonate with you? Because I feel like the whole women's march and all of this was a backlash on seeing the most qualified woman ever got, get beaten, albeit with a lot of fucking help from Russia and WikiLeaks right. and But she didn't FBI. get beaten in the popular vote, so no. at least we have that. Right. So why are we asking, are we ready right. for a woman president? Well, oh, we please. just fucking elected one. I wrote a piece literally yeah. in Huffington Post eight years ago. And this was the title, is American is America ready for a woman president, dash, go to hell, <laughs> just right. for asking the question. But don't you feel like, you, I mean, I, I listen, I, I beg to differ, because you are a legend, you've had, like, fucking, I, first of all, get, get, get Elaine Boozler timeless, because you get all of the iconic specials, Party of One, Broadway Baby, Top Tomata, Live Nude Girls, and the new CD, The 50-50 Club, um, and it supports animal rescue. So yes, and there Amazon. You go. I'll never make a penny ever. And doing good on it. So, but talk about yeah. like judging yourself off others. And I mean, trust me, we all go through it. I'm like, I didn't become Ellen or Rosie or John Stewart. Thank I didn't God. Whatever. Thank like, God you didn't become Ellen or Rosie. But 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 my point is, did you feel that at the time that this sort of Elizabeth Warren's getting it now? Like, oh, is she likable? That's what happens. Is she likable? Like Hillary? Yeah, like- likable. Do you want to have a beer with her? I I really highly get you know beg you to go to the Huffington Post and pull up the old article I wrote, which is, is America ready for a woman president? I am telling you, I always, I never blogged there. I did real researched articles. It took me about a week and I researched the world on female leaders. We are so far behind. I mean, you know, when we were still in three digits for years, China had female uh, empresses running everything. And I mean, even Pakistan, which is an Arab country where women are covered, they had Benazir Bhutto three times as a leader. They still elected a woman. I mean, come on. We're the only country in the world that needs to be weaned. They can't take it. It is. We are so juvenile and infantile, maybe because we're newer than the rest of them. I don't know. But this country would rather, you know, go to war than vote for a woman. And that's the sad, sad Mm -hmm. thing of it. I mean, look at Britain right now. Don't they look at that? And and Angela Merkel has been a brilliant leader for years. Can't this country look that far and say, wow, they've been so good at it? I mean, that's great. Don't you feel like there's that thing? I mean, because again, it's like big as you are, as like successful as you've been, you you still go there. You see that story, like why isn't she? Well, you know, because what, that's the because, way and the they world go, works. Oh, sexism, and oh, you know, we you know we both did Larry King. You used to sure. do Larry King all the time, right? I, I yes, like, I, Elaine. 
I did. Oh, see, wow. there it is. <laughs> I did Larry King for so many years, and I was this person who wasn't a dresser or a. I just like Jay Leno wore one outfit for his entire comedy right. career, that blue denim shirt and jeans mm-hmm. and, and George Carlin, black turtleneck, gray pants. To me, it was a uniform. Right. So I had this black shirt I loved and didn't realize how many times I wore it. And Larry King, that son of a bitch, one night he went, I just want to do a little clip of you've been on 23 times. Look, I w- had the shirt on 20 times. <laughs> and I went, oh, because I'm a woman, I can't wear the same shirt. What if it was a black suit? <laughs> right. You, a man it would be. Right, exactly. But I almost died of shame. It was really and I, funny. Didn't you love this whole, like, the congresswoman <laughs> saying, at a private yeah. event, a piece of the motherfucker, Nancy Pelosi going, oh, if she were man, right. would you be saying exactly. that? Well, you and know is my it line any worse on that than was? what Donald Trump says? Yeah. You know what my line on that was? I said, the man who cheated on all three of his wives when they were pregnant certainly cannot be labeled a motherfucker. Hi! <laughs> That's Elaine Boozler, ladies and There gentlemen. you go. That's the shit. Did you see her apology today? No. She, well, yeah, she said, you know. I apologize I, if for I, the distraction. That's not for what, what I, I said. said. I said, her. don't give distractions. But, but she said, I don't apologize for being who I am. And but I the distraction is right. Him. It's true. It made me sad only because it takes us off the issues. You have to keep your eye on what he's doing. And speaking of the sisterhood, because you and I were saying this, like I feel like a lot of us female comedians are very supportive of each other. There's some we know that, well, maybe not. They, little mean know, girl, mean girls, but you're like, a what, mean what, girls. But there's a lot of great girls. Exactly. But my point is, I loved. Did you see uh, AOC's tweet today, Alexandra? No, no. What did she Cortez? say? She said. Uh, you know, representative to leave. Women to leave. I got your back. The oh. Bronx and Detroit ride together. Beautiful. And with a, like a that is fist. so. I yeah. love. I mean, you know, you know how, what we had to put up with for years. Back, taking two steps back, apologizing. I would do jokes and look down and take a step back. I'm apologizing. I mean, this is all body language. It was pointed out to me, you know, 40 years ago, but. But literally, for the first 20 years, guys would, you know, in the interviews, aren't men intimidated by a, a beautiful, funny woman? And I would go, oh, well, you know, uh, well, blah, you know, yeah. and apologize, 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 until one day I went, no. And the next time someone said, aren't men intimidated by a, a beautiful, funny woman? My answer was, not real men. And they'd go, oh, well, I mean, I'm not, but I go, no, not real men. And every answer turned it around, yeah. and that's who you became, and that's what you started to be. Yeah. But, you know, my good friend is Eliza Schlesinger, okay? Yeah. I drove her home one night, and I said, "What's how's it going? You know, how you doing? I mean, she's so young. It's the, yeah. her new world of comedy. Yeah. And everything she said to me were the things, the sexist things they asked me 46 years ago. They're asking her the same thing. Aren't men? I said, here, I'm passing all my good yeah. answers down onto you. Feel free to use them. This just, is insane. We just joked about me ho- ho- you know, hosting I've Got a Secret. My secret was, I like pussy. Um, <laughs> but I thought, but but that was a thing that I went through in, you know, 95 when, you know, Disney gave me my own late night show and they marketed it to men, yeah. you know, and right. I, that was, was my... so alive and wonderful. No, but I never lied. I just, I know. I remember Disney executives called me in a sweat one night after my show at KFI and they were like did you just come out on the radio I was like oh I was like no we're just talking about don't ask don't tell or stuff that we always always talk about I mean you know I was always gay friendly but you know I got to a point where I'm like you can't just say I'm for this you know I am this the more you claim yourself the stronger the art becomes right when you're hiding half of who you are or the essence of you but I mean the art doesn't dig deep enough right so you have to but but that's but but you talk about whether you know the questions you got and the, the same thing 
thing about, oh, like if I don't appeal yeah. to men. I remember when we started this radio show 15 years ago. The ads were making men rise in the morning. Oh, yeah. That's and what they do. That's not that's me. Amazing. That was my idea. I know. But you I go know. like, okay. Yeah. Well, but, but same questions you got. And I thought like, and I remember the first, our first ratings period, Travis, you might have been here then after that. I remember program director called me. He said, Steph. What about you with another hot woman did you think exactly oh, was going to turn men off? God. <laughs> because oh. your ratings are better than ever. But, Yay. I mean, it's our fears. It's not the reality. It's, it, that... it's what it is, is ingesting their stupidity and right. feeling you have to address it. You don't. They don't get to troll you. Now we know that word. They don't get to take you off course. And they don't get to intimidate what you know you're doing correctly. Right. And that that's what we all went through. And I didn't know it at the time. But once I put my foot down and said, not real men. You know, right, right. everything changed. I mean, but look, it's I don't believe it's ever going to change. I was on stage when Me Too hit and someone asked a question, said, do you think it's going to change? No, I said, I don't think so. I was molested by D.W. Griffith. It really doesn't change. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you were not Elaine Boozler, no, comedy no. legends. No, he was you, nice But me, you were but... a piece. Uh, I was time. I was correspondence, uh, dinner co- comedian. Michelle Wolf was no bully. Uh, no, of course been not. Been there, done that. The yeah. first thing you need to know is that... Uh, yeah, every comedian who entertains there gets trashed. Oh, every thought, comedian, what? even if you blow Aren't the roof they off. they the pussies that went, They're okay, the... no more comedians. Yeah, yeah. do you believe this? They she made a joke a about smoky eye. Well, but here's the thing. Uh, I just went, thing. Here's the thing, here's Daffy. The... the thing is this. I thought you were doing Giuliani. Yeah, you, that was full Giuliani. <laughs> oh, I'd rather have a needle thing. in my It's eye. a sculptor. Oh, here's the thing. Um, the thing is this. Yes, you always look like a bully when the person isn't there because it looks like you're doing something behind someone's back. The fact that he is such a coward that he can't laugh at himself, which shows right. it's scientifically proven a total lack of intelligence when you can't laugh at yourself yeah. or you can't. You, look, I mean, I did Clinton's first, you know, correspondence dinner. Do you know the, what those first 30 days were? Waco. Killing, you know, women and children. Yeah. That blew up. Janet Reno, he said, I'm going to pass health care in the first 30 days. He didn't. Ever, and then tailhook the huge Navy scandal. Yeah. It was the worst first 90 days in history. They never said a word to me. Don't say this. Don't say that. Do what you want. I right. took on all of it in my right. stand-up in a funny way. And he was there holding his head, laughing, blushing. And then he got up and did his answer. That's what the spirit of this mm-hmm. is supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and the fact that this coward cannot be the butt of a joke, cannot take it, cannot laugh at himself. So, of course, she looked like a bully. She's hitting a guy that's not there. Totally not her fault. Totally not. And so he can't show up. So they have to change what it's been for, you know, decades. Um, All right. So comedy legend Elaine Boozer, let's Ah. just for a second before we go. Um, I I have to say, it's interesting because everyone... I, I, that I know sees you as a comedy legend, but I'm like, wow, your whole, we just talked about you and Robin Williams living together and being very good friends. You, I didn't even know this. You were a doorman at the Improv in New York. That's where you met Annie Kaufman. You and lived we to, lived together you for lived two together. and a half years. Romantically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then we were friends for the whole rest of his life till yeah. the day I watched his eyes close and then open again because he couldn't get off. But yeah. <laughs> I know, um, so beautiful. Yeah, don't you hope that he's actually Trump? That there's a mask and a like, you know when those thank memes, you very much when those memes started, it was so wonderful. I wish I think I started that. Oh, I, think I was great. like, please let this be. Any Wouldn't call. it have been wonderful? Yes. But unfortunately, I was there the day he actually exited, so I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But boy, but, just the greatest guy on earth. Yeah, yeah. But you talk about like your comedy education, you, not just Kaufman. Freddie Prince, Jay Leno, Larry David, Richard Lewis, Richard Belzer, Jimmy Walker, who uh, 
Wait, you also wait. Did you also live with Jimmy? What? No, you are no, a whore. He, yeah, no. I know. You were. He was your manager. Well, that was kind of funny. He right. he was Jimmy Walker at the time. You know, JJ Dynamite. It was huge. Right. Was and that Dynamite? His, that was him managing you. Dynamite. Okay. So his manager. Um, <laughs> was a dynamite. That's an old joke. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Anyway, he wanted to be a manager, so he had his manager kind of sign us all to Ebony Genius Management, which I still have headshots that say Ebony Genius <laughs> Management. But it was he actually managed Jay Leno, me, David Letterman. Right. And some writers. It was amazing. It didn't really, it wasn't really management, and we all had to struggle to get away from his horrible manager a year later, who turned into the guy who married Helen Kushnick, became Helen oh Kushnick. Kathy Bates played her in the late night yes. wars movie. Wow, Maybe wow, the wow, two wow. worst. Jerry and Helen Kushnick, possibly the two worst people who ever lived. And you can sue me because I have proof. <laughs> <laughs> you won't win. So, yeah, I kind of got away with that. But no, Andy and Robin were, you know, that was kind of, it's amazing I'm sane. And, uh, <laughs> What an amazing time. And when you think of all you guys coming up at the same time. Yeah, and the guys were, couldn't have been. That was my actual first family. My actual first family then. Those guys to have, you know, 10 brothers. These are my family. Yeah. Isn't it so wonderful? Family. 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 I'm stuck in uh, Greystoke Legend of the Apes, Ah, but that's nice. Well, Jane Wagner told me that you have to give me her email address because we're going on Judge Judy. (gasps) Oh. And Why? she said, get it from Stephanie, because we were standing up without phones. And she said, get it from Stephanie. What? Okay, this is a true story. Do we have time? Yes. Yeah. Okay, like 20 years ago. We have I... time. I'm sitting in my fucking basement. Really? Like who? I'm trying to make it oh, sound I'm like sorry. we're on the clock. The producer's telling me to wrap. I know no, we're in the basement, but I didn't know when the killer was coming down to bury my body. So Trump. do we have time? You're already in the basement. You already showed up <laughs> in my basement. Grave. Yes. Can't get any lower than this. No. <laughs> This is it. There's no sub-basement like nope. Macy's? No. Nope. Oh, darn. Okay, so 20 years ago, I walk into this, and, and you know, I'm young, uh, uh, you know, maybe 25 years ago, and I walk into this very ritzy shoe store on Sunset Boulevard, Ooh. and there's Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner. Well, <gasps> I am gobsmacked, you yes. know, totally struck, and I try on this pair of shoes, and Lily looks over, and she says, you have to buy those, and I said, oh, no, I don't, uh, you know, they were... Four hundred dollars. My rent was two eighty five. <laughs> so you can imagine it was like buying that math a car. Work. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't work. Donald at all. Trump says you can make adjustments. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to eat because you can't be fat in these the years. So, so I'm saying no. I don't really want them. They're ugly and they're uncomfortable. Lily goes, no, no. I'm buying them in black. I'm telling you, buy those shoes. What do you do? Lily Tomlin tells a new comedian to buy these shoes. I You buy the shoes. These are the magic the... ruby slippers, yeah. Elaine Boozler. Yeah. I buy the $400 shoes. For 20 years, they're sitting in my closet. I can't wear them. They hurt like hell. I can't stand up. And I realized this bitch, Lily Tomlin, Lily. told a stand-up to buy shoes she couldn't stand up in. Yeah. So she could be the only yeah, comedian that's in right. the world. Absolutely. I couldn't stand up. Fucking what am a I? A stand-up. Yeah. I couldn't wear them. And not only that... Every time I walked in my closet for 20 years, I saw those shoes, and I went, that fucking Lily Tomlin yeah. owes me twenty uh, yeah. $400. Did you tell her that at the party? $400. So, so I, five I, years ago, uh, she asked me to do an elephant benefit with her to free Billy from the LA Zoo. Yes. Of course. When elephants weep, she she narrated that. I know. Well, she's nicer to elephants than comedians that can't stand right, up in I their understand. shoes. Listen, she's competitive. She's, she's not Lily Tomlin for nothing. She is such yeah. a bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. So... I go to do the elephant benefit, and then I walk over and I say, Lily, you owe me $400. You made me buy those shoes. I never wore them. I couldn't stand up. I almost wasn't a stand-up anymore. I didn't have the money. I see them every day in my closet. It makes me choke, and I want my money, and I don't want those shoes. And she said, 
I loved them. They just wore out just now. And I said, oh, really? Well, I'll give you mine. And she said, oh, wrong size. I said, well, who wears an eight? And she said, Jane. I said, great. I'm giving Jane the shoes. And I go to my car because I brought them. And I throw them at Lily. And she didn't give me the money. So you bring me over to Jane and Lily. She's a fucking freeloader and a goddamn competitive bitch. A mooch. So Jane walks over to me at your party. And we start talking, and I bring up the shoes. Now, this is how brilliant she is. Yeah, of course I bring up the shoes. I'm a Jew who wants $400 back. Hey, I'm allowed to say it. Louis C.K. is not. So <laughs> that's how you comedy works. Well, I take Venmo. <laughs> so this is how fucking brilliant Jane Wagner is. She twisted around in such a believable way to me, and I wasn't even <laughs> drinking yet, that I made them buy the shoes, and I owe them $400. So I said, let's take it on to Judge Judy. And she said, I think I have it in there. Get my email from Stephanie. So They don't give those Emmys out for nothing. Not for nothing. So this is the brilliance of my parties. I remember giving one in like, I don't know, 1997, 98, KBC days. It was before my time. I, I went to that one with Meryl Marco. We came together. Yes. Yes, it was <laughs> But great. I remember someone said, you invited Marsha Clark and Gloria all went to the same party oh. during the OJ trial. Well, they're gonna fucking like they're gonna get into a fist. We were hoping they're for gonna, mud wrestling, <laughs> jello wrestling, a scotch, scotch bottle off in the, your goddamn kitchen, and they're gonna go at each other. Did they? No. See, that's it no was fun. Very disappointed. Really. Should have thrown them in like the pit <laughs> down here. Should have thrown them in the basement with some jello. We would have had a good party. now. And now it's too late. They get along fine now. Mm-hmm. This party was so, your party was, because she drags people over to people they're going to want to see. So that's instead of, I would never would have gone over to Lily and Jane. I would have hid in the doorway like I did with Meryl Mark. Oh, no, I grabbed you like a kitten by the scruff of your neck. It was great. Just like a mommy cat. Eileen Boozler. Took me right over. That was it. I just talked to Jane. I don't talk to Lily. Oh. Because well, everyone wants to talk to Lily. Lily was wearing uh, Flashdance welder glasses because she just had some eye... Cataract surgery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but she I, looked I told like her, she was ready you, for her I said, I said if you come DeMille. here next time, you need to do some welding for me and a pole dance. <laughs> is that wrong to say to a national no, treasure? No, she is a national treasure. hope everyone knows we were kidding. We we're kidding, of course. Mooch. Can I just ask She's you one thing best. before you go? Okay. Um, <laughs> first of all, you're... Okay, hang on. Can you ask your one thing and dad, start it with your first mom, of all? Your dad would, Okay. So, Don't yeah, believe the bio. You're Jewish that was from just... the 718, from the Brooklyn. But you also, your no, no, dad that's was all... an acrobat. No, no, that's a, all fake. Oh, it's oh, that's yeah. fake. When I was okay. young, I saw a Dizzy Dean movie, great baseball player. And his wife said, hon, how come you gave all these reporters different stories? And he said, well, baby, they all wanted an exclusive. So I just make up stuff. I oh, don't, all right. you know. Travis, good I, job I thought... on the research. Her well, father was not an acrobat. Her mother was not a According to the song Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, your father was a banker? Well, that was Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> that was just Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, my God. Who's the camp you went to? Camp Kvetcha. Well, that was Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Camp Kvetcha. I didn't camp... really go. Kvetcha. Camp Kvetcha. Kvetcha. That was camp fantastic. Girls. I watched the Thank you. I it was a lot of song. fun. Oh, my God. That woman, Aline Brosh McKenna, who created Crazy Ex-Girlfriend with Rachel. That show is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Then you went to Camp Kvetcha well, as yes. a young... Uh, yes. Uh, Tova Felcher Jewish and I went Brooklyn to Camp Youth. Kvetcha. Yes, with our tissues under our breasts so they wouldn't fall. And uh, a tissue in her sleep. Okay, can I just say one other fun no, fact I love sorry, about you? Your, your first appearance on Tonight Show was with Helen Reddy. Yes. Because for, for your work and my work in feminism, can we just say, I am woman, hear me roar, in numbers too big to ignore, and I know too much to go back and pretend. 
She was. I just visited you, her in the, you, oh, in the actor's home. What? Yeah. She's in the actor's home? Let me tell you something. You know when you hear, oh, actor's home? I want to go there now. It is fabulous. I do, too. It's like I was like, when can we go? Have you been? Listen, Travis, you, Chris and I used to say, when can we go to the old radio person home? But this you're is all, like, we're going together. This yeah. is like a Ritz-Carlton, the actor's home. It's absolutely magnificent. I want to go to there. I want to go to there, too, Miss. <laughs> Let's go to there. Miss uh, uh, 30 Rock. I want to go to, there. to go to there. I'm telling you, it's fabulous and gorgeous. And they have these pools and big actors donate. I mean, it's yeah. all these musician statues in the yeah. on the way in. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's the ritz Carlton. So I got to visit her and thank her for the millionth time. And this is what she said to me. Carson wouldn't put me on because he hated the young us. He hated it. He wanted women to be... You know, Madonna whore, he was such an old guy. Yeah, you know, Joan yeah. Rivers he loved because she didn't skew his vision of woman. Right. She was brilliantly funny, but of course it was the haranguing housewife, get the jewelry, I hate sex, and that was his vision of a woman. He didn't know what I was, so, you know, yeah. fine. No knock to Joan, she was amazing. But anyway, so not only did Helen take me on, because Toadie Fields told her to, who I had never met. I had never met Toadie, and Helen said, should I put her on? Toadie said, haven't seen her, heard she's great, put her on. So thank you for that. Oh, sisterhood, man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I got to say, I, here, let but me just do what, two personal okay. quotes of Elaine Boozler before we go. I've never been married, but I tell people I'm divorced so they won't think something's wrong with me. Right. <laughs> I know <laughs> what men want. Men want to be really, really close to someone who will leave them alone. Well, that's true. You are. So this is what Helen Goddamn seer and a legend. Okay. So go Helen ahead. said, when she took me on the road after that, I went from zero money to big money. And she said, you always have one hand up and one hand down. This is the hand to take the hand of the person who's helping you like me. And this hand down is to help the next person coming up. Yes. And I just thought she is the most beautiful creature ever. Wow. Yeah. That is actually beautiful. It's beautiful. That is really. And I thought so in the spirit of. I I don't know if you cried watching the swearing in of this Congress of all these beautiful women of color in color for clothes and hijabs and Nancy Pelosi getting the gavel back. And And I thought like. Not backing down. Yeah. And you, you know, were yeah, one of the original feminists when it was a, a, a dirty word. Yeah. And so was Helen Reddy. And let's go out on, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Elaine Boozer started as a singer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Come on, man. Luckily, there's no tape of that. I am woman. Hear, Hear me roar. In numbers too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend It's not your fault. I opened for her for years, so I know all the lyrics of everything. And I've been down there on the floor. No one's ever gonna keep me down again. Oh, yes, I am wise, but it's wisdom for the pain. Yes, I've paid the price, but look how much I've gained. If I had to, I can't do anything. I am strong, strong, invincible. I am woman. Elaine fucking Boozler, ladies and gentlemen. Worship her like we do. Go get her. Uh, 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 Box set on Amazon. Yes. Um, it doesn't have a Jewish accent, and it's called Timeless. Yay! And Yay. it saves the animals. And, Hooray! And she is timeless, and she is <laughs> Elaine. Motherfucking boozler. All right, everybody. I love that billing. I'm having cards made. Happy. happy I am. <laughs> we love happy you, Happy New Year. I love you. I love you. And everyone in this room, including the puppy. Yes, I'm wise.